Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each episode we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. I know we are two weeks or two and a half weeks into 2019, but for us it is Happy New Year. It's the first time we are chatting since the beginning of the year. And uh, so, hello everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all our listeners. Welcome back hope you everybody had a great holiday season however they chose to spend it we thank you for joining us again back hopefully with regular episodes now that holidays are done and that's it there's nothing no more holidays (laughs) (laughs) that's it we're done that's it we're done until uh you know fourth of july or memorial day (laughs) that's the next monday holiday (laughs) so to uh, kick off our new year new episodes We've got an interesting topic, which is sure to bring out the best in all of us. <laughs> we like to start New Year's out on a happy note. That's right. There goes my New Year's Positive. resolution to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> or nicer. I don't even bother nicer. making them anymore. <laughs> we are going to chat about some of our favorite, or not so favorite, guest crowd behaviors in and around the parks and resorts. <laughs> For those of you listening, I'm sure about half a dozen things just popped into your head of stuff that you can't stand about how people behave or think they can behave in our lovely magical land that we that we hold so dear to our hearts. I don't know where to start. <laughs> start with Adrian. We always start with her. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible. Yes. Um, <laughs> we don't okay. have to, but no, 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 usually no, no, far no, more not. prepared than the rest of us. Usually, <laughs> yes. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> totally not tonight, because here's the thing with this kind of topic, I'm figuring like things just are just going to hit me as the conversation goes on. Um, but one of the things that I know we mentioned when we were kind of talking about this topic originally was uh, flash photography mm-hmm. and flash videography um the last time we were there it was i think it was september we were on frozen ever after and some dude had in front of us in the front of the boat had his camera flash on the entire boat ride 
And, you know, it just kind of ruins the experience. It drove me batty to the point where I really wanted to, like, hit him on the back of the head. <laughs> I decided that is also probably a guest behavior that is frowned upon. Yes, probably. So, oh, you know. no. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's like, that's high on the scale of obnoxious because I don't care if you can't speak the language. There's clear signs, you know, the universal circle with the slash through it. Right. You know what I mean? There's no excuse and it's not like you can say, oh, I didn't realize it was on. You're in a dark ride, you dolt. Right, exactly. And your picture's going to come out blurry and Crap. horrible anyway. anyway so what are you right. doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. That's why they have on-ride photos for everything now, because you cannot physically take a good picture on a, not, on a moving attraction. It just doesn't work. And not only that, but if you go over to YouTube, somebody with a better camera than you yes. have has already done that, and that ride does not change. Right. So the ride that they took a beautiful video of is the same one you experienced. Yep. So and, just, just experience it. And they right. and those uh, and those people generally do it without bothering everybody else. Exactly because they've got the good cameras. Right. That's what I've learned about every time about fireworks and things yep. like that. Somebody else has a better camera and they took a better picture of it than I did, so I can enjoy it. Yes. Right. Yeah. It always blows my mind when people take flash pictures of the fireworks. I really don't know what's going on there. I don't. You can't. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. I mean, listen. I have a fairly decent camera. I don't know how to use it very well at all because I just (laughs) don't spend much time with it. Uh, The older model we had, I got pretty good at, and I do have quite a bit of of decent shots of the fireworks. And I would just like to play around and mess with it. But yeah, the the number one thing is you don't use your flash when you're trying to take the pictures of the fireworks is it just delays the camera and delays the, the shutter speed and you just get a blurry mess you know you know full-size <laughs> dslr cameras have so many settings on them it's almost kind of foolproof unless you're like shaking while you're taking the picture you can almost get some pretty decent shots but if you fool around with it enough you can you can do it but as far as for on ride i remember when uh when the uh, new Fantasyland opened and the Ariel ride, uh, my brother and I went down for one of the pass holder preview things, and I brought the, I brought along my the big camera, because it was just him and I, and then I had my cell phone as well, and I tried like hell to try to get good shots of, with with the regular camera uh, of stuff on the ride. You know, I had the flash off, and I had you know fast speed, or I had it on like the kid setting where you could rapid fire, you know, as if you were taking pictures of your kids playing some sort of sports or gymnastics or anything like that and even still 99% of the pictures were just garbage because it just the thing moves too much I got better pictures on the iPhone which was shocking (laughs) maybe because that is a half ass camera and it's meant for stuff like that I don't know (laughs) right right but it was just weird like it's just it's just hard to do yeah it just so not only in attractions with cameras, but is during the uh, the stage shows, like the Little Mermaid in uh, in Hollywood Studios, where they specifically say a million thousand yeah. times, not only for safety, but like when you fire the flash off in that show, you can see all the performers who are behind the black light. Right. So it you know if kids are paying attention 
It kills the magic. It kills the magic if they're not, you know, if they're not so enthralled within the show that they're actually seeing. But it's like, you know, I, I've seen people get escorted out of that one because they just don't listen or they don't understand. But they're, I mean, those flashes are blinding. Well, I don't know how those performers could can deal with that, especially in a ridiculously dark theater too. Right, and yeah. my other thing is like before we were able to go to Disney World as often as we are now, like when I was looking at friends and family's photos on Facebook, I don't care. I didn't care about ride-throughs. I don't care about your fireworks pictures. I want to see your kids in front of the castle. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. If you use your flash a thousand times then, I don't care. It would be a bad picture still. But Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't care about, like, as the casual person you're taking these pictures for, I guess, like, that it, it was ineffective. Yes. So, you know, I agree. experience it. I'm with Mel. Experience it. Be in the moment. Find yes. the ride-throughs on YouTube. Yep. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Yeah, because you're not going to get a good picture. I don't care what. No. You're not going to get a good still picture on a moving target, so to speak. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? The only lucky time I've ever gotten halfway decent pictures is on the people mover, grabbing pictures of, like, the castle. Right. You know, right. got, but that again is not moving super fast. You're outside, so light. As long as it's not at nighttime, you know, your sunny day, your camera doesn't have to work that hard. Right. So there are some um, exceptions, but inside, forget it. Yeah, it's just it. Ru- no matter what attraction it is, it just ruins it. Yeah. Whether the so person is in, whether the person is in front of you, if they're behind you, it's even worse. I think right. because then it's going off like behind you out of the corner of your eye. Yeah. Yeah, flash photography. Yeah. All right, so while we're on the photography thing, (laughs) (laughs) see, Adrian's, uh, Adrian's... Started it. Adrian's right. Well, I did, I came into, into it thinking the same way. I was like, all right, I can make a list of stuff. I mean, it's, I don't have a giant list, but I know in, in talking, it's going to spur other things. So this, this was something I, I had thought about, but in the photography section, an iPad is not a camera. <laughs> oh, God. Stop, stop trying to take pictures not. with your iPad or stream it to friggin' Facebook Live or Parade. whatever Parade. the hell Parade you're doing with, with it. Holding it above your head. And the only thing that tops that is... <laughs> it's another behavior. So this is like a double. This is like a... Uh, I, could, I, I can't even... I can't think of anything else to have it be like a trifecta of wrongness. But, uh, okay, so you got this. So you got a guy <laughs> with a, with his kid on his shoulders and videotaping with an iPad. Oh. Just want to kick him in the knee. Comfortable must it be to carry an iPad around with you all day? It is. Because it's never the minis. No, right? it's the full-size like old-school ones. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's first-gen. Yeah. Always. You might as well have a laptop. Yeah, how do you get it in the bag for the rides where they you have to you know take your bag off and stick it in a little pocket and stuff? I mean, it barely fits into well, anything unless I, they're the people with the giant backpacks. Even still, it's well, not like those things are light. Yeah. And can we please get a children on the shoulder section <laughs> for for castle shows? Because inevitably, I know I find a great spot, and, yep. and then there's a dad who pops the kid up on the shoulders right in front of me. Like yeah. We need a kid on the shoulder section, and it needs to be off to the side. 
off so way off to the side. That's right. Everyone else can enjoy right. the show. It's you it's need to, in, Yeah, we, you could call it the uh, the lack of common sense section. That works too. The rude section. The rude well, section's over here. About, <laughs> well, I told you about Baby Maleficent at Mickey's Not So Scary. The kid was on. There was like an adorable baby Maleficent with the horns and everything, Aww. and she was adorable until she got popped up on her daddy's shoulders. And not only were you dealing with the child, you were dealing with her headgear too. Right. Right. Oh, so oh my goodness! I I I kind of weaved through the crowd and had to stand somewhere else. Oh, people. Yep. I mean, I'm not people. A, I mean, people. I get it. Everybody wants their kid to see, but and it's hard sometimes, especially the way they pack you in now for everything and then you know now because everything's not up in the air if there was actual fireworks for 15 minutes you wouldn't have to worry about it that much because you could just stand and look up but now that you have to stare at the castle to see 85 percent of the show and this is where i think (laughs) having an actual theater kind of like the how do you say the hyperion hyperion Hyperion, yeah yeah i can't i can't say that (laughs) (laughs) my my southern don't say that Um, aluminum Cinnamon. I'm allergic to cinnamon. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. Um, But yeah, having an actual stage where there are seats and things like that in Magic Kingdom, because that's something Magic Kingdom is sorely lacking. Having a, a theater would reduce children on the shoulder syndrome. Yeah. CSS. So. <laughs> CSS. Or COTS. COTS. <laughs> Sounds like a we're disease. Naming, I know. We're naming this. It is a disease. Children on the shoulders during stage shows is a disease. Needs we're going to have a Diz Explores Thesaurus with all of our terminology. There you go. Start that. <laughs> of course. Start that hashtag. Here. I don't really care about small children these days. Mm, neither <laughs> I'm are I. I'm an awful old lady. You can send me emails. I know it. <laughs> but I'm horrid. I fully admit it. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to see the stage show. I paid to. I want to see the show. That's why I think that having a theater in Magic Kingdom is so important. I really hope it comes because they need one badly. So one thing that Disneyland did for, say, Fantasmic, because there is no theater, is they kind of had reserved sections in the front for fast passes where you have to sit on the ground and then behind that people could stand and have the kids on the shoulders do you think that would work for some of this like the magic kingdom castle shows and stuff or is it not because it's so big i don't know if that's enough it's the off. height of the yeah. stage would prevent people up front from sitting. Yeah, and plus I don't think they want you to just for safety reasons, especially in the evening. Um, because inevitably, if you're sitting, somebody's just going to come and stand in front of you. Because welcome to the Magic Kingdom. People are rude, <laughs> and they think it. You know, their place is just for them. <laughs> unless it's an enforced section where they require guests to sit, and they know that before right. they get in there. Um, I wish that they could rope off the entire hub and say, to be in here, you must sit. That would be fantastic. That would be really cool. That would work with strollers. Then you'd have strollers. Then you'd have, right, that's what it would be. It would be a sea of strollers. Yeah, I think think because the stage is is elevated so much, it's it's hard to do that. It is. And for daytime shows where people are pretty 
nomadic. They kind of come in for five or ten minutes of the show and they leave anyway. Right. I mean, you'll collect. Yeah. You'll collect a, maybe a couple hundred people in front there that'll watch right. the whole thing start to finish. But they, but it's they. The nighttime shows. Yeah, and they play that cat the stage show during the day. They play it like six times. So. Exactly. It's really more for the hard ticket events that. Right. This is the most problematic. Correct. Anyway. So children on the shoulder syndrome. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think it's funny because I believe that's only an issue in Magic Kingdom. Because it really is. you don't see Everywhere it. Everywhere else has a stage with well, seats. Well, for nighttime shows, because you didn't see it at Hollywood Studios for you know the few times I saw the Star Wars ones. You never saw anybody sitting on anybody's shoulders. Illuminations, uh-huh. absolutely never, because there's you have the whole you got the whole lagoon to go around and people you know, line up for 45 minutes an hour before that and then not have an issue with it. I guess it's just a magic kingdom. Like, especially now because there's no, cause that's the only thing like beforehand when you had parade fireworks parade, then you had, you had people who were watched the early parade and then they would just generally stand up where they were, move into the middle of the street and watch wishes mm-hmm. because you could see it from there. Cause it what didn't, rely on staring at the castle proper, you just looked above it. You know, when they right. used to do Celebrate the Magic or how, whatever they called it, Magic Memories and You, and, and they had that little dedicated projection show, then fine, yes, you wanted to try to see it. But even at that, if you were at the far end of Main Street, you still could get a pretty good idea of what was going on, you know, because it was... It, was the same show they changed it seasonally or every four months or whatever it was they would add and and change clips around and stuff but and and then after that either the people who had already seen the parade would exit the park or head towards the back to do rides and then the other people would move up and sit on the curb and wait for the parade and it was kind of mm-hmm. and it kind of worked like you didn't you still had people on shoulders and stuff like that but it, it seemed to be not as bad as I, I since since the trifecta. parade is gone. Oh, yeah, what do you got? No, well, I didn't no. even have a third. <laughs> well, I do. Oh, what's the it's trifecta? Dad with kid on shoulders with the iPad at a nighttime show. So you can see the glowing orb of them of the iPad. There, That's right, yes. And ruin... At night. That's right, at night. And ruin the, uh, the ambiance. Oh, yes, because all those thousands of cell phone glows. Well, that's all it looks like, because it's like <laughs> you, people are... Recording and era. streaming, and rather, I'd rather oh, see lighters so in the air. <laughs> okay, so I have uh, it's not necessarily a bad guest behavior per se, but something that happens to me every single time I go, and it's when you're leaving the resort and you're catching the bus to the park, and you know, you've been waiting for 10 minutes because it's usually about the average. And you get on the bus, you have a nice spot. You're probably one of the first 10 or 15 on the bus. And of course, they pack the buses so flipping full. Mm-hmm. But I was there waiting for the bus. Yep. Waited for my seat. And like the last people on the bus inevitably is a family with small children. Mm-hmm. Probably an infant. Where now that I have waited 10 minutes, I have my seat. Now, because I am a good human and I know how to human, yep, I have to, I have to get, get up, up. Yep. and let the family that squeezed on the bus at the last second have my seat. seat. Yep, because I, I'm, you know, because you're not, normal. I'm, I'm a grouchy person, <laughs> but I'm I'm a good human. Well, I'll give you the seat, but I'm certainly going to complain about it. 
and maybe mutter a curse against whoever sits in that seat that's after right. me. I don't know. But Well, we've oh. also we've also been down that road and not been the recipient of that, of that niceness. Seat. So I didn't expect anybody to give that seat up for me when I had small children. No, no, I didn't <laughs> but, either. Well, and, and usually they didn't. So. No. No, it's <laughs> shocking. But I know how to be a nice person, so inevitably I'm yep. I just don't ever count on having a seat on a bus ever. Yep, I hear it. Either that or so, or elderly people. Yeah, them too. I usually <laughs> Uber we, we Uber or Lyft over to the parks more often than not these days just because yeah, I, I can't stand the buses. I mean it's not that I mean by the time you factor in what you're paying for a Disney vacation, I may as yeah. well enjoy the ride to the park. And yeah, and Good well, idea. and and get there in a reasonable amount of time because exactly you know depending on where you're staying and where you're going, sometimes that you know twenty minute average can be a half hour to forty minutes. Unless it's Magic Kingdom, I still haven't done a minivan thing, so I'm no, not going to Uber over to I the love trip. the minivan. <laughs> we're thinking about maybe trying one this time. It just depends on what the park crowd levels are looking at when we're there next month. But yeah, didn't the price go up on that again? I it, think it's, it's 25 across the board. Oh, so it used a, to be, but I thought it was now 20. It's a mileage. It okay, so that's 20. What it, it started off at 20, then it moved to 25 flat feet regardless, and then they kind of moved to a more mileage based model. Gotcha. And, um, I was watching Disney Food Blog the other day, and she still didn't have the da- enough data to kind of give a guesstimate on what the route costs were across the board. So. Right. Um, but I'd be interested to take one just once. Yeah, I haven't done like the traditional, I haven't done like an Uber or Lyft. We've only done the minivan. So I don't know the difference, but it is totally worth it. I we mean, Ubered when, um, and I know it's still a mess up there, to Hollywood Studios because mm-hmm. we knew that the bus depot had, especially for Pop Century, had been moved. And was like further, (laughs) further away than the further away it was. (laughs) And the pop century stop was stop number one. Now stop number one is not the good stop; it's the worst stop. No, it's the worst. (laughs) Yeah, it is the furthest (laughs) bus landing there. So we, um, we Ubered there, and it probably cut our walking in a half at the time. But they've been moving the stand, and because that was in October. They move where they have people stop anyway, so right. um, I don't know where the Uber slash ride sharing stop is now, but we just didn't really want to mess with it on the way to Hollywood Studios. We're like, we're just we're taking the ride share. Yeah. Um, and I want to say it only cost about ten bucks from Pop. Yeah, I mean, I it wasn't much. I it's, mean, it's not. It's I mean, I know Milford and I used it when we were there last year, and. It was extremely cheap, and we were at Animal Kingdom Lodge, so we were at furthest point from everywhere except right, for right. Animal Kingdom, and we didn't take any buses. We used Lyft. And it was there was and such was a line for it, the buses because we did yeah. kind of go around park opening, and I just didn't want to mess with the people. No, I hear like uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, ours were real cheap. I want to say it was like, but this was like this was a year ago or two years ago now almost. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say it was like seven or eight bucks to get to like Epcot. Right. I think that's where we were most was Epcot. So I, I, it was like seven or eight, and then whatever you wanted to tip after that. But I'm right, was, and they were readily available. Like you walk out the room, you do the thing on the app, mm-hmm. and dudes were was right there. 
So right. I, I have not taken the, the minivan yet. I so a couple of the times we Ubered, we had former cast members. Oh, there or you go. Current cast members Her, on their off yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, on their off day. So you know, it was it's always been a good experience for me when it comes to ride sharing, regardless of whether it's Lyft or Uber. Usually, they're the same people. Yeah, it just depends on which app you're using. That's <laughs> Most all. drivers do both. They, um, they do, yes, I think so. I mean, I use Lyft around here in my town, but I've used it here plenty of times. I've never had issues with it, so. So usually the drivers are pretty knowledgeable about the area, and yeah. it's always been a good alternative, and it makes me a little bit happier in the morning not to have to deal with the bus. With the bus, agreed. Yay. I mean, now now that my you know youngest is, he's in a booster, but you know for a short ride here, there, and everywhere, it's not the end of the world. He could be in a regular seat with a seatbelt and be fine. Uh, so, but I know the minivans, I believe have seats on hand in their things they have two they have two for the yeah. minivans they yeah. do and i, I yeah, think so the i only need law one is the the lawn florida i believe is eight years old so yeah i think you guys are good yeah so that that being the factor with the age of my kids now i'm not it, it, it's it'd not be, as big a deal it's not as big as a deal and it would be an easier factor you know coming out in the morning and, and being like all right the hell with this i'm not waiting for two bus cycles let's just you know for friggin ten dollars or or <coughs> excuse me if they wanted to do the minivan or just grab a, a traditional lift i'd be all about it to get me over there yep it's you know the yeah the buses are it is what you know unless i'm on the monorail line I don't want to know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and even that's not as fun as it used to be anymore because it's a friggin' hot mess. <laughs> All right, so I have another one. Go for it. Uh, I really dislike when people are rude to cast members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't understand well, it either. This is the story that brings this to mind this whenever i think about rude people this is the one that comes to mind and i understand that the guy that was rude was very very frustrated but it was right after pandora opened and we had a fast pass for flight of passage so the lines at this point are still like four and five hours long for flight of passage and we are going through the fast pass line it took i mean honest to gosh almost an hour just to get the fast pass but we're kind of being ushered on into the actual getting on the ride queue. And this guy is cussing and raising the biggest stink I've ever heard in any theme park ever and calling the police because he's been in line for five hours. <laughs> calling the police? I'm not joking at all. <laughs> like, he's on the phone. Can you imagine being the 911 dispatcher for this? Like, what do you even say? I know, <laughs> like, you said, like, yeah. And, and I just remember like being overly nice to every single cast member that we encountered on flight of passage after that experience, because it, I thought, oh my gosh, they probably, because just a couple of weeks before that I had gone through that because flight of passage broke down when we were in line. So we were in line for like three hours. And so I remember that, that feeling of frustration, but dude, you're yeah, at I know. The, Come on. You're at the hottest attraction in all of Disney World. You didn't get the fast pass. Like Right. That's on you, yeah, brother. That that's on you. Don't they post the wait out time the, before you commit, right? Right. Like and don't sit there and yell at this poor twenty year old 
college program kid because you know because you're frustrated because you make a mistake and you're standing in line for five hours so that that i just being rude to cast members in general like they're dealing with literally thousands of people every day chill yeah. <laughs> every hour every hour yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so that, that is for that sure that drives me crazy Oh, I just thought of one. I can't stand it when people use strollers as a battering ram because yeah. I mean, uh, everybody knows that when you're walking and it's really crowded and it's tight that you bump into people and that happens, but there's a huge difference between that and the parent that decides, I would like to get all the way across Fantasyland in the middle of the day and I am and just I gonna roll over anybody that's in my way. Ugh. Yeah. I have so yeah. many bruised ankles from that. And like, and now I will say as the person with a stroller, first off, we don't ever take the giant strollers. We only take the little ones, but there are people that bring, you know, their giant that strollers. Was, that was park. me. No, Even the I rental strollers are huge. Oh, oh the rental strollers are horrible. Inflexible, they're terrible. But like as, on the other side of that, like if you're, if I say, excuse me, like 15 times and you're staring down at your phone doing whatever it is that you're doing, like I, I might hit your ankle. And I'll apologize for it, but I might not really mean it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that I can understand, because that's just people right. walking the path. Right, right. That drives me nuts, too, of just oh, get out of the way. Yeah. Stop in the middle of and anywhere. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh. like, especially on Sunset Boulevard, like in front of Hollywood um, Tower of Terror, like people just stop to take the picture of them, you know, in front of the tower. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit you. I'm sorry. Like, I have momentum with this stroller. I'm sorry. Like, I can't. <laughs> can't just stop. Can't just nope. stop. <laughs> I'm a old who's dragging me. Sorry. In Hollywood Studios, is that kind of the worst congested area? That Sunset Boulevard? <sighs> I think, well, now that Toy Story Land is open, that kind of area. That but area was always a mess. Anywhere okay. where it's a bowl. Like, if you can't go in and out of that in separate areas, yeah. it's hard. Like, because you have to work your way back out the same way you came in. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, with Magic Kingdom, you can kind of go around in a circle. There's always... There's always another the way. land one way, and you yeah. exit the land along the path somewhere else. Where with Hollywood Studios, you have to go up the same street. Yep. You went down to get out of the land. To get so out of that area. you have two-way traffic. There, there's no circular path. No. Anywhere in that park. So, hey, Disney, fix that, please. <laughs> while you're doing every, you think that while they were doing all this construction, yep. they could have fixed that. Oh, well, sure, they could have. Well, some when Galaxy's Edge opens, because that's what the big block is for Toy Story Land right now. But oh yeah, gosh. but I'm surprised with the way Toy Story Land comes out around, like towards the back. I guess if you would, from where Midway it Mania is. It is a weird is. thing. Yeah. So, but that wraps around to like the backside of Rock and Roller Coaster, and that area back there is used to be open during like Star Wars weekends and stuff because that's where they had like Darts Mall, and they had there was that other little theater back there where they would do the um, oh like the like the guest uh, the question and answer stuff. That they how they sh they could have connected that into Toy Story Land too. Maybe I don't know. I don't I don't know what what it actually looks like. I haven't been to the new Toy Story Land yet, but to me, the logistically, there, I can't believe they didn't have another way to, because uh, the flow in that park was always bad anyway, just because the way of the layout. 
Because yeah. it's, it's the only park that doesn't have any some sort of circular pattern. The other three c- kind of do. I mean, you know, uh, Animal Kingdom has spurs that you can get trapped in, but there's still other ways out of each right. area, whether it be uh, Dino Land or where Nemo is and stuff, Asia. They are they are kind of off the beaten path. They're not in the main area, but there is more than one way to get in and out of it. You can still go in a circle around almost the entire park without getting trapped in an area like at studios. Because you get the same thing holds true if you go to the left and head towards where I guess Galaxy's Edge is going to open, back behind Muppets and all of that stuff. There's nowhere to go over there either, and it's tight. It's it's like the corridors are so small. So. Yeah, yeah. So, like that, just traffic in general. Like, I wish people would just be a little more cognizant of, yes. like, you're not the only person traveling somewhere. Right. And I might be a little late for my pass pass. So, <laughs> like, stand right at the exit for a ride to regroup on where their 25 person group yes. wants to go. Yes. Uh, like, little. Yeah. Can you just step out for another four feet. <laughs> or, or that same group of 25 people who are there for their first time or are just bad at navigating stop in the middle of the the busy walkway and all either staring at their phones or a map trying to figure out where they are and which way they have to go. It's like you just want to say, okay, where do you need Where to go? are you going? You. I will help you. I will out. help you. Yes. To just move, move this just to move this along. <laughs> and when a cast member tells you to stay to the right, stay to the stay right. Stay to the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that drives me nuts too. On that in that area in Fantasyland, coming around by Peter Pan and Small World, which is like that's probably like the worst intersection in the Magic Kingdom. When they're lined up when during when it's busy and they're trying to keep people and, and you know what and it's it makes me laugh more than anything because it's not rocket science. You had to do it when you were in school. You stay to the right when you're walking down the hall so the other people can pass. You do it generally when you're walking in a street or a mall or a grocery store in the aisle. If you're walking you're one way, you stay to the right. and the other. So I don't know why it's so difficult for people to figure that out in like an open area. <laughs> I don't know. I guess people just feel that since there's no clearly marked yellow line in the middle of the <laughs> walkways that they can just walk wherever they want. And unless it's super crowded, it generally doesn't matter. But when it's a zoo there and, and during the holidays and, you know, summertime, it just makes traffic flow better if you everybody's kind of doing one thing. I don't know. Well, and it's no, kind of like a right. safety issue because sometimes I get nervous if the crowds are just crazy and you can't really walk anywhere because what if you had to you know leave the park for whatever reason you're just trapped you're tra- right right unless you start throwing elbows yeah you're not getting out at any time i think just complaining in general like we're complaining to cast members com- like i don't like to hear complaining when i'm there because right you know, this is my escapism from reality exactly and i feel like if people just i don't think first-timers especially understand what they're in for the first time you come to Disney World. Like, they don't understand the scope and just how big and massive it is and how difficult it is going to be. Say, you need to get or you've claimed your fast passes on different sides of the park and you didn't realize that because you didn't know. And so, like, all this complaining, I'm just like, 
guys, like yeah, take it. You, yeah, you, yeah, like take a step I, back. I wish more people realized maybe what they were in for because I think a lot of people don't. I think, yeah, because I think the, I think they they plan as best as they think they can plan for what they mm-hmm. know. And I mean, there's a wealth of stuff out there, whether you choose to use it or which. I can't think of the word. Um, not website, but w- whatever source, whatever source yeah. you choose to use to plan or get your information from, could also affect. Because there's plenty of reputable and and people and thi- and uh, services that that do it and do it very well. And I gotta imagine on the flip side, there's ones that don't. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, and you can get turned around quick, and then the overwhelming factor comes in because you know, if, you know, if you got your kids with you and small kids, and and they're complaining, and, and they they're complaining, right? Yeah, like, it just heightens your complaint because it just you know you're you know you start to come unhinged because you're like, okay, the kids are aggravated. It's supposed to be the happiest place on earth, and I'm <laughs> now I'm getting mad, and yeah, no, I, like, I mean, how many times do you hear that phrase when you're there from people that are not happy? That's yeah. right. Yeah. And actually, well, what I like to say to people is, actually, no, you're wrong. This right. isn't, this the, isn't the happiest place on earth. The happiest place on earth is Disneyland. You are in the most magical place on earth. Have a yeah. nice day. But then you sound like the dishman. You're like, exactly. But so much of it is expectations too, because I have a lot of people that go to Disneyland for the first time at work or something and then they'll talk to me about it and they complain about how they couldn't believe how crowded it was and they couldn't believe how expensive it was and then as they're telling you stories they start talking about this really fun experience they had or this cool ride but they're because they went in with just completely unrealistic expectations of being able to walk on everything and do whatever they want without a plan, then they set themselves right. up for failure, right? You have to, if you're going to Disneyland on a Saturday in June, I'm sorry, but it's going to be crowded. Yeah, it's going to be crowded. And you can still have an amazing day, but you have to go in knowing what that it's not going to be perfect and it can still be fun without being perfect. And I think a lot of people set themselves up for failure by doing that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I, I think a lot of people have... Uh, have issue with that. I think they, I think they honestly feel and, and I, and I don't think it's Disney's fault or marketing fault. Cause they certainly don't make it come across that. Like if you have a fast pass, that means everything is perfect. And, and you know, they, they do make it sound more wonderful than it actually is when you start using them. I mean, they are good. I'm not knocking the fast passes, but it's not as uh perfect a system. I think as they would, hope it would be unless you're going you know now this week <laughs> well maybe not this week because the marathon was this week but you know from now until you know for the next three four weeks until the spring break stuff starts it's you know now is when your fast passes work and you're walking on to stuff because crowd levels are generally lowish at a lowish point but I, I think yeah yeah I, I I think people just, uh, they don't, they don't take a minute, I, I, I think, and, and just think about what they're actually getting themselves into, either going for their first time or their second time. And, and, and just like you said, and like, uh, Adrian said, it's just, just the scope of the place. I mean, it's just, it's, there's a lot there. 
there's a lot there is. to do. And even you know when you explain to people, hey, this is you you're not gonna get everything in, it's really big until they step foot right into right. you know, wherever it is that they get first. Like you don't get it. You, you just don't, don't get, get it. it. Right. No, you don't. You don't. It's absolutely I can completely understand how it's overwhelming. Sometimes yeah. I, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I think sometimes it is to me too. Sometimes I'm not a big planner. So trying to figure everything out and then getting there and executing it the way that you've kind of put it together to me is it overwhelms me personally because that's just not my personality. Well, that I, never works anyway. Like no, it, all yeah, the planning I do still never works. Yeah, but I feel like I hear yeah, no, I you're full of crap because <laughs> you've come on here and when you've gone with maybe when it's just been you and your husband or with your kids too and you've been like we did this this you know we've done this and we went bing bang boom 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 and bang 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 you've I, I think you do a very good I mean there's always there's always outlying factors that can change stuff here and there but I think on a whole I've never heard you say on any of your trips that you've that the plan completely came off the wheels and you had to abandon everything you've you know what I mean you spend well, that's your thing you spend a lot of time <laughs> You know, doing all that for your blog and everything else. So you have a wealth of knowledge in that area and how the bits and pieces move. I mean, I I do to an extent, not like you do, but I I just want to go. I just want to show up and see where it brings me. I don't know. To me, that's more exciting. (laughs) But you can prepare yourself mentally without making like a yes organized plan agenda. Yes, right. Right. Just these are the three things I really want to do when I'm here, or I know this area is going to be really crowded at this time. So I'll kind of skip it. Right. Skip, right. That can be right. as simple as it is. I think that's what yeah. I was trying to get at. <laughs> and I think for, I think especially with first timers too, when you're talking about unrealistic expectations and they don't know the scope of it, they, they think that they've got this great plan. And then the park closes at eight, nine, sometimes, you know, later in the summer months, and they have these small children in tow who are exhausted. And you see the look of misery on the poor child's face. And then you see the look of misery on the parent's face at the end of the day. Because you know that from, you know, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., they probably had a fantastic time. They yep. But after nap. dinner, they hit some kind of crazy wall. But yeah, they didn't nap. They didn't go back because this was their one day at Magic Kingdom. So they wanted to get the most in. And you see the misery at the end of the day. And I always hate to think that that's the memory they're going to go home with. Right. They're going to forget the 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. when they were having so much fun. Because when they're waiting on the bus at 10 p.m., they're miserable. I always try to recommend people, you know, take that break. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because I I hate seeing unhappy kids at the end of the day. I really do. That breaks my heart. That breaks my grumpy heart. To see an unhappy child at 10 p.m. Because I know how tired I am. Right. <laughs> I can only imagine that little one is even more tired. Even though they've been riding in a stroller. They look exhausted. They're off their schedule. They're not eating the foods they regularly eat. They're not at home. So they're discombobulated. And they just look. Discombobulated. They're it's discombobulated. I haven't they heard are. that in a while. No, I, I just haven't heard that word And when they have that tantrum, it's just. <laughs> That's all they can do to communicate how tired they are. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I try to have a heart. I try. 
I don't always succeed, but I try. No, I know. Oh, hey, listen, I, I mean... But I, I really hate seeing an unhappy child at the end of the day because they're just... Or parents at the end of the day just because they're so tired they didn't take the time to rest midday or they just tried to do too much, too much. in one day because they were unprepared for the scope. Yep. Yeah. And those are the people that will come back and and say that they Complain. hated it and they'll they'll never go back and they got nothing done and... Listen, and there's people that truly feel that way, and it's just not for them. And I can completely okay. understand it, and that's okay. You more don't need, uh-huh. right? More, that's right. Less people, <laughs> yep. less people to bother me when I'm there. But, but on that respect, it doesn't. I don't like when people those people that have those bad experiences and just were like, all right, this just isn't for me. I just don't, I, I don't get it. I tried it. We did it. I don't like it. That's, you know, I'm, I'm never going back. You don't need to then badmouth it. Like when people ask you how it was, yes, you could have had a bad time. It's your opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. Nobody's going to, I don't, will never understand it, but it's not Disney's right. fault that you had a bad time. <laughs> There's too much information out there about the place any of the parks anywhere in the world, well, maybe not the foreign ones, but the, the two in the continental United States, there's too much information on the World Wide Web and social media that it's, you just got to, you know, you got to do research. It's a research, it's, it's the same thing. If you were going to visit another country, not Disney, you would do more research than you would care. Like if you were going over to Europe somewhere, you would do so much ridiculous research. Where do I stay? Where can I eat? What's what's going to have food that I'm going to like? How's the hotel going to be? You have to do the same thing now because it, Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. or maybe not Disneyland as much just because it's not as big, but Walt Disney World is like a destination vacation now. Cause it is just, its own little country. Because there's just so much there. Yeah. Within its within the bubble to do, I mean, you could go and have a vacation with never stepping foot in one of the four theme parks. Oh yeah, you could just be you know a down a shopper and and uh, bar hopper and and resort hop and there's people that do that. They'll come down three four days and they'll never step foot inside one of the theme parks and have a great old yeah. time. As a person that doesn't have much experience with Disney World, that's one thing I definitely didn't understand is just that there's so much to do outside of a park. And I think mm-hmm. that in itself can overwhelm people because, you know, when I was planning my trip, I thought, okay, do I need to designate a day to hang out on the resort grounds? Do I need a day for Disney Springs? Do I need a day for a water park? I mean, it can it can feel four parks is already a lot. And then when you add right. everything else, I think people get freaked out sometimes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it definitely contributes to all the, the the negativity and the complaining and stuff like that. But So what advice would you give somebody that like feels really overwhelmed and confused and doesn't even know where to start with researching like a trip? What what advice would you give them? I say don't bother, just go to Six Flags. <laughs> Stay out of my oh, park. No. That's awful. Stay out of my park. Um, when I, I first started going, like when I was planning my first big trip, hush, RJ, when I spent so much time on the actual Disney World website, like I, cause there's so many filters. I mean, we complain about Disney World and its lack of technology, but the actual Disney World website 
gives you a ton of information about rides, what rides are appropriate for what ages, yes, what what it consists of for the most part, food. Like I spent a ridiculous amount of time just researching attractions. And then once you've done that, pick your top three. What three things would you really feel like it was a failed vacation if you didn't do? And then everything else is icing. Yeah, agreed. That's, that's my my thing. And then if you love it, great. Go back and pick a different three things. Right. Yeah, change it up. Just see. Yeah. And then and that's, but and and piggybacking on on that, you have to have to realize you're not going to do everything. You're not going to be. Do, you're not going to do close to everything on on a given trip even if you're going for seven days it's just it's just not gonna happen it's not gonna happen i've been going since 1979 i have not done it all yet no yeah me me I'm neither. not there's me neither. no one things. ever will because they're creating new things constantly right exactly exactly so the thing that in one four to seven day trip that you're going to hit every attraction and do everything and see and eat all the food you want to eat right uh-uh it's not gonna happen. I mean, if you're if you're an attraction and you're a show junkie and you're traveling and you have your kids are older or you're not there with your children or you're the group of friends and you want to go go go, there is a very good possibility you can hit every ride there is to ride, and maybe not show wise, but if you wanted to hit every single moving attraction, you could probably do it if you really tried. And I you're gonna wait in some lines, schooler, but if you have middle schoolers and up. I, I'm on board with that. I think that's yes. a perfect age group to get their rope drop and stay through. Right, because the they have fireworks. the energy. Yeah, they're not they going to melt down. And they have the enthusiasm. They're like, more right. rides, more rides, more rides. Exactly. And they're all about that. All that about kind it. of energy yep. is contagious. I remember being that kid. Who yeah, was, me too. Like, we're there for the opening show. Yep. and We're going to watch the fireworks. And we're going to be at the park closes at 11. We're going to be in line at 11 for that last ride. Absolutely. <laughs> So we don't even leave the park till midnight. I hear, yeah. And, oh, that's. I mean, that's perfect for that age group. Yeah. So. Just don't, don't, yeah. don't try to do don't it with, that with, at my with your kids in strollers. <laughs> strollers uh, and old people. No. I'm, I'm in the old people category now. I'm telling you, I know I've, I've <laughs> said it on here before. It was a big mistake that my wife and I made. Were not so much when they were in strollers and babies, infants, because a year mm-hmm. or not when they're not walking, it's. Honestly, it's an easy time to bring your kids. I mean, I had we had great experiences with all three right. bringing them because they were all there prior to their first birthday and having them the biggest pain in the ass is stopping and changing a diaper. Other than that, right. Feeding times were, you know, we'd walk and feed them and because they were mm-hmm. all ate out of the bottle or stop and you know, feed them their mush or whatever the hell they were eating. <laughs> and you just go. They sleep in the stroller. The noise doesn't bother them because they're used to noise. Well, I mean, we got our children used to noise. So, you know, that wasn't an issue. And it was great. It's when they start becoming mobile that it is becomes difficult. And people are like, why are you having kids? Them. At... Yeah. Put right. a leash on them. Put a leash on them. <laughs> no, we just left them home. <laughs> we did that, too. But, any, you know, but, Yeah. So back to Jessica's point, I guess, and and I think what Adrian said, you you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Start at the at Disney's official website. It's it's very user it's much more user friendly now than it has been in previous years and when all this craziness with planning has started. Like she said, you can 
put the filters in to pick your restaurants, which attractions and shows and stuff are good for your age group. And then the second major site I would go to after that would be allears.net. Because anything that is not on the Disney site, Deb has on her site. <laughs> and she's and that website's probably been up just as long as, as Disney's official website. There's everything and anything you could possibly want to know about both parks on there. Uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So that's that. That's what I would say, because I know that's where I started looking once. <coughs> once the internet became a big, huge thing, and Disney stuff was all over the place. And I think for first timers, the trick really is selecting a couple of really good sources. Like you said, the the, the interwebs is so full of information. You've got to just pick one or two places because chances are they're gonna have the information you want. Um, I like if it's it's if it's a first timer. I do like the Burn Bombs official guidebooks because they have just enough information, kind of like the website, but not so much that's gonna overwhelm you. And it's visually attractive. It's easy to follow if you're just thumbing through the guide. Now, I like the unofficial guides for people who've been two or three times because they get a little snarky, and I enjoy yes. that. <laughs> yes. So, I, I do like that one if you've been two or three times, but you still just want a little more information well, for planning, right. maybe <laughs> wanting to know, learn the things you never knew, you never knew kind of things. Yep. I, I love the unofficial guides for that because mm-hmm. I just think they're funny. They have a lot of reader stories that they incorporate into their guides. Um, yep. <laughs> and that's always helpful because I only know my own experience. So sometimes it's fun to read other experiences and those little bullets that they have. It's pretty easy to flip through and they're honest. They're not putting out the, the right. They're not version. They're not PR for Disney. Yeah. They're not, <laughs> they're, yeah. yeah. They well, they're not, not, they're not pixie dusters. I'm doing yeah, an air quote. They're quotes. honest. They're honest yeah. Which you have to be. Everything you isn't, do. everything isn't always awesome there. There's, no, there's not. That's coming from us, and we love it. Right. And we're going to be brutally honest about what doesn't work. So pick a couple of sources. Um, it always helps if you know somebody who's been there and you can talk to them. But yep. just don't get overwhelmed because the parks are overwhelming. The information out there is overwhelming. It's a lot. So. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm like, I mean, and I, I feel like that would cut down on everything that we have complained about tonight <laughs> like <laughs> if you just prepare yourself then you know what you're in for you deal with it you go with it and you're fine and everything's fine and you won't put an ipad in my face so we'll we need it. to that's um, right write an ebook on disney world etiquette and make a million dollars yeah there we go <laughs> there, there's our and million dollar idea I know. honestly the common thread of all of this is just be like patient and nice it's just being courteous right. and That's being patient nice. and flexible and if you need help ask for it don't be rude it all kind of boils down to just chill out you know Which, <laughs> it's a vacation at the end of the day at you're the end of the day right. you're it's right yeah <laughs> and honestly all these things too it's just uh you know it it <laughs> it goes oh. well beyond disney world it's just general public behavior things that 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 anybody who is above 14 years old should realize that is just the correct way to be not only that but know (laughs) who the characters on main street are because i was talking to the fire chief 
Oh, and yeah. I will say we were stopped in a place that there it was a high traffic area. Uh-huh. But when you see the fire chief walk around or stop and listen, but like bumping into and kind of dirty glances because we're stopped <laughs> and engaged in conversation. Right. <laughs> you know, there's kind of things and I never really in God rest the mayor. I, I was lucky enough to talk to him before he passed, and we mm-hmm. had a great. But you're in those high traffic areas, and it's hard it's to hard. have. Yeah. It is because the people who are on their way down Main Street don't realize who you're talking to because they're just on their way. They're, they're going. On their way. They're going. That's it. Yep. They don't even notice nope. that the fire chief's right there. I'm like, and I, oh, my heart almost drops because I'm like, do you guys know who you're passing up? Oh, I know. <laughs> do well, you even I mean, know? But that goes to say, besides them. You got seventeen PhotoPass guys who are trying to grab you into the middle of the uh, street there to take pictures in front of the castle. So I mean, it, it's engineered to aggravate people right from the beginning. And because in those, <laughs> those tracks in the middle of the road are just how do they not have more broken ankles every day? I don't know. That's not even a people behavior pet peeve. That's a right. Why did I know well, why they're there for the trolley? But if it's a Hazard. How do those da- people dancing up and down Main Street say not get broken ankles on those uh, tracks? They just know where it is, I guess. Oh, goodness gracious. Bless our hearts. Well, but, yeah. you know, way back in the day, the trolley used to run past 10 o'clock because there wasn't as many people there. So you could actually still get, you know, take a trolley ride on the horse yeah. with the horse and trolley. And the, and the yeah. uh, little fire engine ran. But now there's just so many people they can't do it. Oh, not no, not past ten in the morning. I think that's when they stop them. Ten o'clock, I would think, but I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of other bad guest behaviors. I mean, there's always the general kid kicking your seat at Philharmagic. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of seats, this is it. So you're Uh-oh. going into Philharmagic. Uh huh. Or Bugs Life, or Monsters Inc wherever and then there are the people who stop in the middle yes and just sit down and you have to climb around them because they're like go to the end every seat is good go to the end we designed this theater so that every seat is good and it's a full show so the whole row has to pass by them yeah well you're not supposed to it's distinctly unpatriotic as sam eagle would say to stop, from Muppets, the, to now, stop in the middle of the road. And they te- look, it's not like they don't tell at, you. Okay, if you're at a very low-attended show, like if you're at Carousel of Progress... Right, then <laughs> it doesn't saying, matter. Or if you're at one of the last showings of Muppets 3D, like I was at last time, and there were like 20 people in the whole theater. Yeah, then it doesn't matter. Sit where you want. But when you're at a full show, and you stop in the middle of the theater and plop your whole family down yeah no and not people good. are have to climb over because the, those rows are not all that wide they're a little wider no. for monsters inc it's not as big of an issue over there but like listen you do that specifically for bugs life and places like that and yep. go hard magic where you have to climb over people like i don't know you that well well you i know usually what? make sure somebody's foot gets stepped on i was just gonna say the same thing you're getting foot stepped on and my backpack is whacking you in the face everybody along the way and i might fall in your lap yeah, Aww. you're gonna get to know somebody real well. Well, mm-hmm. the good, the thing, the if, if you get a good cast member who's not a college kid, 
right. I've been where they will they will come out from their little microphone stand and say you need to get up and move. You need to move need to all move. the way down. Yeah. And if you're and if you're pretending you don't understand me, Those I'll use people, I'll use hand signals. Rise up and move down the I mean Yeah. It's just it's rude Those beyond cast belief. Those members are my heroes. Yep. Well, they should it's, they all should do that, but <laughs> They some, should, but some of them are probably them. like, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I really can't stand when they plop themselves down in the middle. Yeah, that is that is annoying beyond belief. That is for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure there's more little ones here and there. I can't think of any other like major, major ones that are like just beyond annoying. I don't know. Oh, you know, I guess the other one would be, and I get it, it happens it, when you're you, you jump into line, into a standby line and uh, you know, there's another family or a couple people in front of you, then all of a sudden like five other people come in front. Oh, I gotta catch up with my family. My family's right there. I'm like, what? We're... Oh, your we, family can go back we, to you. Then your family can go back to you. Yes. If That's one person, like, well, if one person had to go with little Johnny because he had to go to the bathroom because the line was long, fine, I get it. I've had to do that too, and I generally hated being the guy. Oh, I got to catch up with my family. I, I just hated doing it, whether it was, whether I was, you know, because you hope everybody's being honest, but you never know. And if that many people, if you're all weren't together yet, don't get in the goddamn line. Yeah, I don't like getting sandwiched between groups. I'm like, oh, they can go back to you. I've actually had that happen more often than not lately, where the people will go back to the their family members behind us and go, oh, wait, we got yeah. we got split up. I'm gonna go back yes. and hang with them. That's actually happened in that order more often than yes. not lately. So that's a good trend. I like to see. That is a good trend. To, well, because I think most people people get they it. They get it. They get it. All right, wait a minute. Nobody. You know, it's not everybody else's be, fault that we got separated. So why should? Because then I'm going to be staring daggers in the back of their head the exactly. entire time I'm in the standby line. I'd rather enjoy the people I'm around. Yes, we're going to be stuck together for an hour. For a while, yeah, exactly. Agreed. 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 All right. Well, I don't know. Anybody else got anything? Uh, any other major ones? No. No. Maybe just uh, spatial awareness in line sometimes. Like, I Personal don't need space. <laughs> your entire body pressed up against my body while That's we're right. standing in this tiny room. But... <laughs> That's what I try to tell my kids. I'm like, dude, why are you standing right next to that dude's butt? Especially, like, in Back the up. pre-show for Haunted Mansion or Tower of Terror. Right. When if you're, like, all grouped into a big room. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to be up on me. Okay, there's one. You just, by Haunted Mansion, you... Uh, you reminded me. Did I me. trigger you? I yeah. triggered you. Yeah. <laughs> People who have been on the ride a million thousand times, myself included, when you're in the stretching room, shut the hell up and let the guy set the goddamn... Stop it. It's like... Oh, I'm horrible about that. Uh, it's like you go in there and everybody's reciting it. I'm like, there's people on here who have never seen this before. Shut up. 
and or just listen to the recording. At Disneyland, it happens a decent amount where the scream at the end or something will scare a kid and they start scream crying and the parents don't take them out. They make them go on the ride anyway because they waited in line. So then the <laughs> right. whole time you're on the Haunted Mansion, the kid's screaming. Kid's screaming. You're like, this is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I get it. It's fun to recite along with it. I can't say I've never done it before, but it just seems like over the past couple of years, it just seems like it's just bad. It's like people are just yelling it out there. I'm like, wow. Okay, there's somebody who's, you know, who doesn't, who's never heard it before, who is now not hearing it because all you morons are yelling it. <laughs> I hear that a lot on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad lately, too. The little spiel they wow, do. Right in the wilderness. Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh, all the time. All the time. Every time we're on it, I feel like. And it's already so crowded and loud down there yeah, which yeah, is yeah. trying to get on the actual attraction it's terrible. right because there's more than just that line right there's more um, that little spiel I, it's not much more i think it's it's not much more than that but i think that's you know that's the last thing he says before the train takes yeah. off but yeah, yeah i i think there's he may say a few more things but uh yeah i don't know you know. yeah on any attraction really like don't yeah. Like, don't. <laughs> don't recite the whole thing. <laughs> Say it under your breath. Mouth the words. Thank you, Phoenician. That's right. Thank <laughs> you, Phoenician. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, boy. That's so. just mandatory. You have to thank the Phoenicians. Yeah. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Until they take them away. Until they take her away. That's fine. She can go. Bring back your eyes. <gasps> <laughs> I don't like condescending Judy Dench telling me about stuff. Oh, because Jeremy Irons doesn't voice doesn't droop with condescension. No, but he's just was cooler. Yeah, but it sounds he's, better. He listen. He may be condescending, but he wasn't. Pre, he wasn't pretentious. He's Scar. I it's really like Scar. I just picture Scar. That's right. That's right. Scar's telling me about communication. <laughs> I can get on board with that. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, I think we'll we can wrap it up now. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I feel better now. I've voiced my that's right. pleasure with some See, people. You got it out of your system, and uh, now you can right. have a positive 2019. And that's right. Next episode. <laughs> next episode will be complaining free. <laughs> We've be, tidied be, up our. That's right. We did up our psyches. We cleaned out the closet. We did. So we're good. Rainbows and unicorns from now on. Negative energy is gone. (laughs) We've made room for joy. I only have I only have one other one, and it's not really a rant about people in the park. But can we stop giving Bob Iger more money? (laughs) No, no, we cannot. Gave him another wage. Clearly not. I, I. was, Clearly not. Um, I was following from a distance. I didn't read too much into it. Yeah, was, and if uh, you're giving him more money, but you got cast members that can't right. pay rent. They're homeless. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And we keep charging people more money to go there. But people still go. But people still go. Yeah, I know. They haven't reached a breaking um, point yet. It's gonna come, but not yet, I guess. I think one huge hike might do it. They would just bite the bullet and do one huge hike. I know that's awful of me to say, but I'm like, do it. Just do it. 
Well, because I think that's what it would be. I mean, that, I, I, it's the, the little ones, they suck every year. And I know sometimes it's more than certain things get a little more than everything else. But, yeah, if it was like one giant... One giant hike that you know, I, you know, would totally decrease the number of people that are there at any given time. Right. And that's then, horrible to say that, but... Well, gosh. it is, but I, that's what it's going to take. It is. I mean, otherwise, it's just going to be... The, the crowd levels aren't going to go down at current prices. And even at the current rate of increase, I mean, Disney inflation is its own thing. It's its right, own right, economic yeah, system. It, right, it doesn't follow It doesn't standards. follow normal no. inflation no. trends. And crowd levels keep going up. They keep going up, which I don't understand that either. I mean, listen, the, all right, the Magic Kingdom had a big expansion six years ago. But other than that, I don't understand how all of a sudden, like, they're... There, how many people can fit in the park? <laughs> it seems to keep it's going capacity. up. Capacity, yeah. Yeah, I mean the capacity is the capacity. That's not set by. That's set Disney. by the that's... fire. Well, Disney and some sort of a fire code, I would imagine. But yeah, I'm sure you... it's people per square foot kind of calculation. <laughs> it always it always amazes me how many pins I see of first visit every time too. Like there's just oh, yeah. such I know. There's a market such a... of people still coming in. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I saw a lot of them that week I was there in December. Or they're just wearing first visit buttons hoping to get something for free. Yeah, that could (laughs) be. That is true. That is true. That is an excellent idea. I've definitely worn a birthday button when it wasn't my birthday just so people happy birthday to me. Oh, hell yeah. Why not? (laughs) Look, it's eventually your birthday. That's right. Why don't you just get a Sharpie and write unbirthday? That's right. It's just a really early or really late birthday wish, but it still counts. That's right. But I was amazed with the number of people that were at the Christmas party that week on Thursday. Right, it, right. It was just insane. Yeah, those, it's popular, those things, man. They, 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 they sell out almost all the nights, eventually. Not, you know, not right away, but... Yeah. People still go. People still spend that money, man. Extra yep. money. Extra monies on top of everything else. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll come to a head at some point, but until then, they're going to keep eking, eking it up however they can, as much as they can. Yep. Yep, they will. You know, everybody, you know, like I said, we all complain about it. It's, it's, it, you know, makes trips either get further apart or, or the length of time you're there goes down a day or so, but... It doesn't stop the people from coming, as as we've all yeah. said. They still are crowded almost 12 months out of the year now. There's really not much of a downtime anymore like there used to be four, five, six years ago, where you knew... If you build it, they will come. Yeah, pretty much. And they and keep if building. If you tell them when the quiet times are, people will come then because well, they're that's... expecting low crowds. And that's what mm-hmm. ends up happening. All the crowd calendar apps and... and this that and the other thing oh we go this week because there's nobody ever there well this one tells this now. one this one tells that one this one tells that one and eventually Disney's like okay this is a downtime let's move the marathon here this is another downtime let's put a festival for four weeks four there, weeks you know what I mean <laughs> eight weeks yeah well like that festival of the arts I think that's still you know a, a relatively short one that one is a short one yeah. But it, but then at, when that's over, what do you got? Two, three weeks, and then Flower and Garden starts up again. So it's not like it's, you know, it's yeah. not like right. it's too much of a down, and, that, and that's the spring break time. So mm-hmm. rates are up and everything anyway. 
Round and round she goes. Where it'll stop, no one knows. Well, the rumor <laughs> is they're going to make Wine and Food Festival longer this year again. Oh, why not? They should just start it on 4th of July weekend. <laughs> they should just make it a year-long celebration. <laughs> they should just make it a year-long celebration and just change the stuff for the holidays. Hell, they My only take... problem, with, and it's a, probably a complaint to all my problem with food and wine is that it is always so hot that I'm never that hungry. Yeah. I cannot oh, eat a whole lot of hot food on a hot day. It well, does Ms. not work with me. Miss Melanie, that's a you thing. I had no issues when I was there last time stuffing my face Look. while it was 100 degrees out. <laughs> I need it to be... Yeah, because we do. High of about 80 is like my perfect day to stuff my face all day yeah. long. I hear I you, totally though. When, when, when it is like extremely muggy... muggy and yeah, hot, it's, uh-uh. yeah, eating heavy foods and wandering around is not... You know, we spent our money on sodas and then we got ice water. I really did not eat that much. We had yeah. all these great plans for food and wine and we were going to eat all this. We we knew what we wanted and we got sodas and water most <laughs> of the day. We got a few other things. I mean, we did have a few good things, but we just, I, I cannot eat right. that I much hear you, though. when I'm that hot. I just can't. You almost got to go later towards the end of the festival when it cools down. It was... Late October. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, that doesn't. We yeah. Sometimes there, it doesn't it matter. Highs were in the low nineties all week yeah. in the end of October. Yep. I'm like, okay, this was fun. Actually, it was fun. It was just hot. Yeah, it was just hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, Central Florida. Central it's like I grew Florida. up there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I totally did. Oh boy. All right. Well. All right. At least they have more food booths at Flower and Garden these days, and they seem I'll to see be, what uh, they have. I'll see what food they have at Festival of the Arts in a few weeks. So, cool. Yeah, I I really would love to get down there to check that out Let's one see year. What they have. Yep, yep. All right, very good. Well, we hope everybody enjoyed this episode. We thank everyone for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye bye. Bye now. Bye bye. Thank you. Good night, John Boy. <laughs> Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> Good night, Gracie. <laughs>
Hope you had a good time. Spectral Magic! <laughs>